You're listening to the Philly Young Adults Podcast. Welcome back to the Philly Young Adults Podcast and today's episode we have another truth bite 2024 edition so this is a another devotional thought in our truth bite series we just want to give you some quick thoughts on a certain theme from scripture and as we start a new year today we want to look at a story from the life of David before he became the king of Israel he was faced with an important decision in this scenario And as we come to a new year, we're going to be faced, and you and I are both going to be faced with a whole new possibility of decisions to be made. And when we read this story together and talk about it a bit, I think we'll see some wisdom in making correct decisions and decisions that honor the Lord when we come to those places. So let's read the story together. It's from 1 Samuel chapter 23, and it's the first 13 verses. It says, Now they told David, Behold, the Philistines are fighting against Kilah and are robbing the threshing floors. Therefore David inquired of the Lord, Shall I go and attack these Philistines? And the Lord said to David, Go and attack the Philistines and save Kilah. But David's men said to him, Behold, we are afraid here in Judah. How much more then if we go to Kilah against the armies of the Philistines? Then David inquired of the Lord again, and the Lord answered him, Arise, go down to Kilah, for I will give the Philistines into your hand. And David and his men went to Kilah and fought with the Philistines and brought away their livestock and struck them with a great blow. So David saved the inhabitants of Kilah. Now it was told Saul that David had come to Kilah, and Saul said, God has given him into my hand, for he has shut himself in by entering a town that has gates and bars. And Saul summoned all the people to war, to go down to Kilah to besiege David and his men. And David knew that Saul was plotting harm against him. And then David said, O Lord, the God of Israel, your servant has surely heard that Saul seeks to come to Kilah to destroy the city on my account. Will the men of Kilah surrender me into his hand? Will Saul come down as your servant has heard? O Lord, the God of Israel, please tell your servant. And the Lord said, He will come down. Then David said, Will the men of Kilah surrender me and my men into the hand of Saul? And the Lord said, They will surrender you. Then David and his men, who were about six hundred, arose and departed from Kilah, and they went wherever they could go. And when Saul was told that David had escaped from Kilah, he gave up the expedition. In the beginning of this story, we see David identified a need. And oftentimes when we come to a place to make a decision, sometimes it's because we identify a need. And the question becomes, do I step into this situation and help to find a solution to the need? Am I to be the solution to this need that I have identified? And we'll see David's thought process and how he works through this decision. The situation that presented itself was the people of Kilah were being attacked by the Philistines, Israel's enemy. The key here is how David reacted to the needs of the people. He didn't say, I didn't make that mess. Why should I clean it up? 
ever try to pull that one when you were a kid? He didn't say, okay, I'm going to be the hero here and deliver the people because I'm needed and step in and become the hero. What he did, it tells us, is he inquired of the Lord what to do. David waited to react to the Lord's instructions. He didn't act according to the opinions of others or even to according to the circumstance itself. God told David to go and attack the Philistines, but his men expressed doubts about this decision. They were fearful of what might happen. There's going to be times when people, sometimes well-meaning, will discourage us from moving forward with a decision God has begun giving you confidence to make. This is why it's so important to consult with the Lord first and foremost before we start hearing the opinions of others. Other people's opinions might be contrary to the Lord's will for us, or we might start searching for opinions we want to hear, rather than what we know might be the Lord's will for us. So after the conversation with his men, David took into consideration their concerns and went back to the Lord to confirm what the Lord instructed him the first time was still the right move. The Lord assured David that he should go and defend the people of Kila from the Philistines, and this time he gave him a promise that God would give them the victory. When God is directing us to do something hard or unusual, he will always be faithful to confirm his word to us, as he did with David. And we can know he will never contradict that word. He will never contradict the word he's given to us. So David went and saved the people of Kila. God will always keep his promises. We see that. David went, he stepped into what God promised, and God kept that promise. But he didn't experience the blessing of that promise until he was obedient. We often do not experience God's blessing apart from obedience. It's not enough just to ask God when we're in need or even to know what to do. We must be committed to obeying God's word to us. At this point, after gaining the victory God had promised, David found himself faced with another big decision. News came to David that King Saul caught wind of the fact that David was in Kila, and Saul was preparing an invasion of his own to attack David and his men. It's important to note at this time that there was some history between David and Saul. Saul was the acting king in Israel, but David was anointed by the prophet Samuel to be Saul's successor. David was married to Saul's daughter Michael, but Saul was not a godly king, and he was threatened by his son-in-law David. Even Saul's son Jonathan was loyal to David, the anointed king. Needless to say, David had been a fugitive on the run, and now his cover was blown. Saul knew where he was. David was in danger because he decided to obey God's word. Ever find yourself in that place? And not only was David in danger, but his men and the people of Kila would also be in danger. Saul was ruthless, and nothing was going to get in his way. In the previous chapter, Saul murdered men, women, and children in another city in his search for David. He was on the warpath. Have you ever found yourself in the middle of a mess of your own decisions, but you thought you were doing what the Lord wanted you to do? Shouldn't being in God's will mean walking in a place of peace and safety? One of the realities of the Christian life is that being in the middle of a storm is sometimes exactly where God wants us. 
So how did David react to hearing that Saul was preparing to mount an attack against him and his men? He could have been angry with God, blamed him. Was this the thanks he got for being obedient? But instead, he went to God again for the third time in these 13 verses, asking for direction. David was going to God for wisdom to make this next big decision. David now came to God and asked, should he fight for the people of Kilah, the people he had just fought for and successfully defended against the Philistines, or should he flee with his men? Maybe the people of Kilah would be loyal to him, David probably thought. Maybe they would fight alongside him out of gratitude. So David asked God, if he stayed in Kilah with his men, would Saul come? He will come down, God said. Would the people of Kilah surrender David and his men or fight? They will surrender you, God said. Let this be a reminder to us that the people we serve, according to the Lord's leading, will not always thank us or even acknowledge our sacrifice. In fact, most probably won't. If David stayed now, God's word would come to pass. He would be found by Saul, and the people of Kilo would surrender him. If David decided to stay and fight, ignoring God's warning, innocent lives would be lost. So out of the interest of others, in an act of humility and obedience, David decided to depart from Kilo. It was not worth it for him and his men to stay and fight. And sometimes, for us, it's just not worth it to linger and fight a losing battle a battle that God isn't asking us to fight, a battle that will put others at risk. Saul was willing to do that. He was willing to put other people in danger to reach his goal of killing David. His motivation in going to Kilah was the result of jealousy and hatred in his heart. It was self-serving. In contrast to Saul, at the beginning of this story, we saw David's motivation in going to Kilah was out of humility, to serve and defend others. In this, David was an example of the perfect king, Jesus, who said in John 6:38, I have come down from heaven not to do my own will, but the will of him who sent me. In this new year, in 2024, when you come to those places when important decisions need to be made, go to the Lord. Take wise counsel from other believers, but go to the Lord first, as we saw in this story with David. Listen to what He wants. Make sure your motivation in making a decision is wanting to do God's will and not your own. Wanting to please and glorify God, not yourself. Remember that the Lord will be faithful to confirm His leading in your life as you study His word, and He will never ask you to do anything that contradicts His word to you. Thanks for listening today, guys. If you have any questions or comments, send us an email at ya at ccphilly.org. We wish you a happy new year, and we look forward to being with you next time. God bless.